Good morning, everyone. It is 8.07. You're listening to This Morning on 6.30, Ched. Uh, seeing a lot of texts come in on possible names for the new park. We got uh, one from Frida saying North Ed Family Park. That could be. That could be good. It's, uh, well, it's, it's better than what it is now, which Family, is nameless. nameless. Family Park. Family Park. I don't know. I think it'll end up being something a little bit. This is the biggest park in the city. And I know mm-hmm. we have the River Valley, but that's not one continuous park. There are multiple parks within it. But as a single entity, 190 acres, Horlax, uh, what did uh, Aaron Paquette say? About 160, 168? 198 acres. Uh, for Horlax, though, is, oh. is smaller at 160, 168. So yep. This, yep. this new one is 190. So it's a, it's a big deal. It'll be interesting to see what we end up So they're taking it. their time, um, you know, coming up with the right time. name. So we should get it by about uh, 2030. There we go. <laughs> uh, here was some good news. You remember this came out. It was some bad news. Yeah. A very popular local restaurant, a family run, and I, I've, you know, lots of people have I've eaten from there. It, lots of people have Chartier and Beaumont. It was really a, a gem, and people absolutely loved. Had a core group of solid fans. Oh yeah, when I heard the news that they were closing on social media, I put it out on my uh, Twitter feed or my X feed, and people just lost their minds. They were so upset, and in fact, they've been uh, so extremely busy at the restaurant, people trying to get that one last meal. But things changed yesterday. To tell us about it, we've got co-owner Sylvia Chevery uh, on the line. Good morning, Sylvia. Good morning. Am I the 630th caller? Do I get a speedboat? <laughs> <laughs> you are not, but you get to keep your restaurant open. Even better. Even better. Tell us what happened. <laughs> Tell us the good news. Well, we um, we had, I don't know really how else to describe it other than uh, a real-life miracle. Um we obviously, since announcing our closure, we're really focused on making sure that we could pay all of our vendors through our last month of service. We work with a lot of small family-owned farms and artisans and businesses, and we have an incredible crew of, of 62 employees that we've been kind of head down, just making sure that we could fulfill our obligations to our guests who had gift cards and our, our team that we employ. Um, but we'd also been meeting with a few investors in the hopes that there was some way, shape, or form that we could keep Chartier alive um, and going. And um, Thursday night, we had the chance to meet with a local couple who decided that they wanted to invest in our vision and our values and acted as a true angel investor to make sure that we could keep going. And it has been the most surreal experience of our lifetime. Uh, what an amazingly happy ending that I don't think you probably saw. You hoped, you might have dreamed, uh, you might have yearned for this, but I actually believe that it would happen. That might have been a different kettle of fish altogether. 100%. Um, since we had to make the tough decision, my husband and I, and I mean a lot of our team, were a very tight-knit crew. We had very much been kind of grieving the loss um, and trying to come to terms with what that would mean for us as individuals and us as a community in Beaumont. Um, there's a very tight-knit um, business community as well. We all kind of rely on one, one another um, in the Centreville corridor and beyond to support each other. We direct business to one another. We function really well um, kind of as our uh, independent unit ourselves. So, um, yeah, going from, from that extreme to this has just been absolutely indescribable. 
It's tough being a restaurant owner right now. You're, you're hearing all over social media about, you know, the, the cost of goods, the cost of uh, labor. Um, what ultimately led you to the decision saying, we can't, we can't do this anymore. We just, we've got to shut our doors. Yeah, I mean, it was a, I don't think it was one, poss- one single thing in particular. It was kind of that perfect storm. I think a lot of folks, we were very lucky to have I guess, survived the pandemic. We pivoted consistently. Thankfully, there were government supports in place to to kind of see us through to the other side, um, along with so many other restaurants across Canada. So, but afterwards, it was almost like the aftershock of the pandemic. Um, Really, restaurant traffic didn't bounce back to normal pre-2020 levels until close to a year after the restrictions were lifted. So that played a really big part. Um, everything from the cost of our utilities to the cost of staple ingredients, flour, oil, salt, you know, non-premium ingredients. It's, it's hard to justify raising the price of, of items that are not premium or luxury components. Um, every Albertan is facing the same dilemma that we are. Everybody's costs have been going up. Everybody's income is significantly lower. And so there's going to be a national, a natural threshold of how much we can kind of pass that along to the guests. Um, so, so it was really kind of a, a plethora of factors that, that led us to saying, this is it. We've, we've made the best decisions that we could, um, but it's time to call it. Well, and so, and then you get you get an investor to come on and, and help you, you keep alive. But I don't think you want to just survive. You'd like to thrive. So, what is going to be different moving forward? That uh, you know, I guess this yep. is a harsh way of looking at it. But how does this angel investor know that their money's just not going to go up in the air just like before, and we could be back in the same spot in a couple of years? What's different now? Fair, fair question. I don't think that physically, mentally, or emotionally, my husband or I or anyone on our team could go through this again. And yeah. so figuring out and poking holes in everything that we have been doing, as well as analyzing um, kind of the current situation that all Albertans are in, we've been working really hard to kind of say, well, how can we adapt to the current situation? And how can we adapt to these changes that may be here forever? It's not just a, a temporary rise in the cost of doing good or a temporary rise in inflation right now. We have to be able to make permanent changes that stand the test of time because this is we were given a lifeline once. We know the opportunity that we were given and the second chance. And so we need to make it count. So we've we've really tried to pull the learnings from the past two years. Um, Obviously, you know, you make the best decisions that you can with the information you have available. Some of those decisions were the right ones and some of them weren't. So we're basically going through and kind of figuring out the, the recipe that will allow us to keep going. Part of that is going to be kind of tailoring to a more casual vibe. We've been kind of hanging our hats on a casual fine dining concept. But as you'll see internationally, fine dining is, is disappearing quicker than I think any of us really want to admit or are necessarily ready for. So we're definitely going to be adjusting to a more casual fit to make sure that our community can enjoy us on a more regular basis. And you are closing for a while, right? 
We are, yes. Um, our team has been working nonstop and not a complaint at all. Everybody is so grateful that we have had such an influx of love and support. Um, but we have some team members that have been working, you know, 23, 24 days straight, 10 hour shifts. They very much had the ride-or-die mentality, which we are so grateful for. I think out of the 62 people, we only had two team members that had to leave for another opportunity during the uncertainty. So we need to give them a break. They need some time to recuperate, to rest. Um, we're going to take some time to do a really deep clean of the space. I think we've had more people visit the restaurant in the past two months than we typically have in six months. So we need to do a really nice deep clean repaint and then revamp our menu and our processes to ensure that we can survive in the long run. Do you have an opening yeah. date? We're aiming for October 23rd right now. So that'll give us about three weeks to do what we need to do and reopen with a fresh new perspective, um, taking into account what we've learned and also what we've heard from our guests. And I think this is a reminder that uh, as, as, as customers, not to take our favorite restaurants for granted, thinking that they're going to be there forever because as as this is proof and and at least we're getting another chance to dine at Chartier but other other places uh, we haven't so they've closed and they've closed for good thanks for joining um, us Sylvia oh thank you so much for having us that's Sylvia Chevery uh, from Chartier it is remaining open until well it's it's going to close for a little bit to revamp and to clean Reboot. Uh, but it's uh, going to stay open after citing uh, you know last week saying that they were going to close for good so some good news very good 911.